From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. Stockton. I love this town. Most miserable city? I don't think so. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton, episode 62 for Tuesday, May the 10th, 2011. I'm Rod Gomez, And I'm Matt Beckwith. Welcome back to all of you returning listeners. If this is the very first time you've ever listened to Podcast Stockton, wow. Thanks for checking out the show. Uh, we'd love to hear your comments. You can always call our listener line at 565-3229 or send us an email at mail at podcaststockton.com. Coming up on today's show, talk a little Cinco de Mayo and Mother's Day interview with Jennifer Boylan of the Community Center for the Blind, and we highlight a video made by Pacific students standing up for Stockton. Uh, welcome back, Rod. All right. I'm, I'm sitting right here. It feels like it's been forever. Wait, yeah. no, it hasn't. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this week's a, uh, a short show. We, we are recording in a secret location. Yes. On a secret day. Underground bunker. Uh, under, underground bunker on a secret day someday in the future. Yeah, yes. we are recording someday in the future. Where no SEAL team can ever find us. There you go. And um, a short show this week because uh, it's Mother's Day weekend. And uh, we're oh, we just blew the time. Oh, yeah, well, sometime in Mother's Day weekend yeah. on some planet. Yeah, there um, you go. At a, at a movie theater near you. But we um, we both have some stuff going on during the weekend and we want to take some time out to celebrate all the uh, all the mothers out there. And so short episode this week. Um, you'll probably already know that if you've downloaded it because it won't be as long as the, the recent ones. But um, but yeah, we did, we did at least want to get together. We have a, a great interview coming up with um, Jennifer Boylan. Um, of course, one of our uh, one of our favorites on the show. And um but uh, I still want to put together a show. So uh, let's go back a few days. Rod, did you um, did you do anything for Cinco de Mayo? Um, I did. I enjoyed family and friends and ate a pizza. Hey, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. It was as as, uh, as Cinco de Mayo as, as I could get. Plus, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that uh, don't understand the real meaning of Cinco de Mayo, and they look down on uh, on Hispanic people actually <laughs> celebrating the holidays. So um, I chose to take the politically correct route. Oh boy. You know. And then boycott it. <laughs> hey, but hey, you know, well, you know what I'm dying to know is, um, where'd you get the pizza? Where did I get the pizza? I got it from Papa Murphy's, my new favorite place. Oh, I like Papa Murphy's. Yeah, Papa Murphy's is good. I like Papa Murphy's. That's the, uh, you take it and bake it somewhere else? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And you know what? The, why I like it the best is because they throw that, uh, they throw those toppings on awesome. And here, here's a free plug, Papa Murphy's. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I love fresh toppings and I think it's, uh, I think it's one of the best pizzas I've had. So we forgot to say that in our best pizza. Well, uh, but they're not a local place. So. Well, yeah, that's true. So uh, you know, you know what I really like about them is uh, their commercials. Yes, I do. Those, those are funny. That guy with the car. <laughs> um, I actually went out to uh, to dinner. My wife and I and um, brother and sister in law and a friend um, went out to Arroyos. Arroyos was hopping. Oh yeah, and how was that? It was crazy. It was it was it was it was packed. Um, Packed to the wall. We we just, we just ate. We didn't go to the bar, but uh, there was a DJ there, and um, it, it was a lot of fun. There was tons of people. But I got to tell you this. I just remembered this. Um, should I change the particular? No, I won't change the particulars to protect the innocent. <sighs> so I went into the men's room. There are no innocents. And at one point, there uh, I was washing my hands. Here, go bathroom talk. <sighs> and there was these two guys in there, and they were one of the guys was on the phone, and he was just saying, "Oh man, Stockton is off the hook." <sighs> 
so then I just looked at them and I said, Hey, you guys having a good, these are young, these are like 21, 22 year old guys. And I just said, Hey, are you guys having fun tonight? And they're like, Oh yeah. Stockton is awesome. We love this place. Been trying to tell you. And I said, um, yeah, it was actually what he said was it was awesome. <laughs> no, he did not say that. <laughs> I'm sure if he, if he was uh, sober enough, he probably would have. I think somebody else said that, <laughs> but he didn't say that. Um, anyway, he, uh, they, I just said, so where are you guys from? And they're like, oh man, we're from Sacramento, but we came, we came down here because, uh, you know, our friend said that, you know, Arroyos would be jumping. And I just thought, you know, I walked out and I was like, I was grinning from ear to ear and got back to the table and everybody else said, what are you grinning about? Especially coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> I said, it was cool. I ran into these guys and they were just so jazzed to be in Stockton. They said it was, you know, they'd been, they'd been there for, you know, an hour or so. And they just so happy that they came down to Stockton, but, uh, that was pretty cool. But before I went to Aurora, I was actually, um, went out to um, Casa Flores at Marina just to stop by and say hello to um, uh, to Pete from Latin Magic. He was Latin setting Magic. up. But, um, I heard that was a great place to be. Oh, was, that, was there a lot of people already there? There was already a lot. I, I was there at like 4.35 o'clock. I mean, they weren't even playing music yet, but the whole patio was set up outside. So uh, definitely, um, and I, I haven't followed up to see uh, what kind of crowd they had. But from everybody that I heard, um, and including some, some posts on Facebook, it seemed to be a, a jumping night there as well. Um, so now we just have to, you know, look forward to the next, um, the next holiday where, uh, there'll be live music everywhere and stuff. Cause it seemed like everywhere had some kind of music. That's see, that's what I'm talking about. That's where holidays like that. And yes, I'll call it a holiday. All you purists out there. I don't care. Um, any, any opportunity for people to get together and have a great time and celebrate, uh, you know, what they love best about Stockton. And that's of course getting together with friends, which it should be. Um, you know, I love those chances and we get a lot of them in the summer. So uh, I'm looking forward to many, many, many more so far. Yeah, and it feels like summer, man. It was like 90 last couple days. I think it's this 80 today. This is this is insane. This is what this is what makes Stockton good is that we always complain about our weather when it's when it's 60, we complain that it's cold, and when it's 90, a week later, we complain we complain that it's hot. <laughs> I know, and you know, I'll do that all summer long, especially standing out in the ballpark. Yeah, there you go. Well, hope everybody had a, a wonderful Cinco de Mayo, and um, and uh, by the time you hear this, we hope everybody had a wonderful Mother's Day. Um, uh, and if you if you were bad and didn't call your mother, and you have the ability to call your mother, um, hopefully you do. But uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, and um, happy Mother's Day to all the single fathers out there. Absolutely, uh, I know a couple single fathers that uh, do do double duty and raise their kids and put food on the table. So happy Mother's Day to uh, to all my single father friends as well. Well, we talked a little bit about what we like to do for fun in the summer. You know, it's getting warm, but one of the things we like to do is get together with the Community Center for the Blinds beat baseball team, the Stockton Stingrays. Oh, yeah. Yep. Friends of the show, every single one of them. And uh, again, we always put together a team every year and go out and try to at least score a run against those guys. They are formidable foes. Uh, we go out there for a Saturday. We set up shop. Um, we, we hang we around. We get our butts kicked. We get our butts kicked, and it's a great way to stay in shape. So, you know, we... We, like I said, every year we get out there, we try to put a team together. And actually, Matt sat down with Jennifer Boylan, who's not only one of the captains of the team, but of course, you know, really the heart and soul of the team, uh, drafted by several other beat baseball teams for her talent. 
uh, but she stays with Stockton instead. But she also does marketing for the Community Center for the Blind. And Matt actually got to sit down and interview her in that capacity. And uh, they talk a little bit about the Community Center for the Blind. We know about beat baseball, but let's learn a little bit about the Community Center for the Blind. I am joined today by Jennifer Boylan from the Community Center for the Blind and Visually Impaired, another repeat guest here on Podcast Stockton. Jennifer, thanks for coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me back, Matt. So um, since, since last we talked, you now work for the Community Center for the Blind and Visually Impaired, and um, among your many, many roles in, in, in marketing and um, community relations and public relations, um, a, a lot of that... Uh, centers around fundraising, and uh, which is why I wanted to talk to you today. Um, first, you have a, a couple of fundraisers coming up. I know you have a walk coming up very soon. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, the Indian Association of San Joaquin County puts on a walk every year. Last year, for the first time, they donated all proceeds to our center. This year, we're partnering with them to try to increase the event a little bit, get some more awareness out there. So the walk is going to be Sunday, May 15th at Stockton's Downtown Waterfront Promenade. We'll be meeting in the corner of Weber Point, 8.30 for registration. Complete your 5K walk between 9 and noon, and it's only $10 to walk. They're providing lunch and water, and we also have a bunch of great prizes. So you can find out all that information and get a pledge sheet at our news page at communitycenterfortheblind.org or call me here at the Blind Center, 466-3836, and we'd love to have you join us. We're trying to have 200 walkers this year. Wow, so only 10 bucks, and you get fed, and you can win prizes, and it's 5K. Is the 5K route the only route available that day? Uh, yeah, if you complete the 5K walk, your pledgers will be so pleased with you. It's a nice little stroll around the waterfront promenade out toward I-5, circling back around Weber Point, and that's the only option that day. Wonderful. Well, I, uh, I, I, it should be beautiful weather-wise. Um, so no excuse to get out there um, early on a Sunday morning, uh, not not too early, but early enough, you know, to take a casual 5K walk. And for those of you that can't convert K to miles, that's 3.1 uh, miles, <laughs> um, easy walk and doing it for the uh, benefit of the um, uh, the Blind Center here in Stockton. You also have um, what I am very much looking forward to, the um, annual golf tournament um, coming up on June the 11th at uh, Oakmore. Is that right? Are we still at Oakmore this year? Yes, we're holding it again at Oakmore, and we are trying to get 72 golfers. We would love for you to come out. It's $80. It includes 18 holes, cart, registration, and lunch. All the proceeds will help our beat baseball team travel to the World Series to compete in Indiana this summer. So for more information, that's also available at our news page at communitycenterfortheblind.org. And if you can round up a foursome, we'll be your best friends. Yeah. Now, th- this course for um, our listeners that uh, that play golf that have not played Oakmore, this is a private course that uh, is only open for for tournaments, uh, for tournament play, and it's a beautiful course right off of Wilson Way. Uh, Jennifer, every time I tell people it's off of Wilson Way, they say there's no golf course off of Wilson Way, but of course it's hidden by the trees and the big walls. Um, it's an absolutely gorgeous course to play. Last year was at your tournament it was the first time I had played there. I did terrible. We were my um, one of my foursomes came in last place. My other foursome came in second to last place. But um, still, it's a it's definitely a wonderful um, uh, a wonderful day out there with you guys. And uh, just as I said last time, um, don't worry the um, the blind don't play golf, but they do play beatball. So uh, there, there's another event. Um, also, you have a lot of um, a lot of 
uh, restaurants um, that, that you guys partner with to do fundraisers in the community. And, and uh, of course, you know, if they go to your website, they can find out about all of those and, um, and, and many more as they come up through the year. But, you know, let, let, let's talk about where those funds go. Um, obviously, your, your center here in Stockton provides services to blind and visually impaired people. But what, what kinds of services are they and why, you know, why should people reach out and, and help your organization? Well, Community Center for the Blind is a private nonprofit organization. We get between 50 and 20% of our funding from the Department of Rehabilitation, but the rest comes completely from private companies and individuals. So all those funds, besides our overhead costs, keeping the building, the doors open and running, we have full-time employees here training people on the skills of daily living, like organizing their clothes, cleaning, folding money, every kind of skill, then orientation and mobility. They can learn to safely navigate their environment, learn the public bus system, use a white cane. We also have the adaptive computer and braille programs, which give people the skills they need for independence to become employable, to become part of society again. And those are our major programs. We also have a bunch of support groups, leisure, leisure skills and other activities available to help people become more independent and have that ability to go back into society. So your dollar will go straight to helping someone gain personal independence again. Yeah, that's great. And you know, the thing that I've learned from just hanging out with you guys is, is you know, things that I take for granted, like the fact that I can see, right? I mean, something little is that, right? But you guys, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't stop you guys. And that's, that's inspiring. I mean, the fact that, you know, that I wouldn't think you know, take a bus somewhere and use an adaptive computer to, you know, to go online. But those, those kinds of services, teaching people how to do that and um, the things that we take for granted as, as sighted people um, certainly has value in this community. So I hope everybody goes out and does the walk and certainly come out and uh, um, play golf. And if you think that you're not good enough to play golf, it's a best ball tournament. And let me tell you, I am terrible. <laughs> came in last place. I think the last couple of years we played. Um, but it's all for a great cause. And you're a great sport, Matt. We always appreciate everything you do to help us out. Well, thank you. It's a, it's a blast being out there. And like I said, you guys are um, you guys are very inspiring. Um, so you know, th those are the, the the life skills that you guys um, help train people with um, or for. But what about you know the the fun part, like this beatball? There's so many people out there that still, when I mention beatball, they shake their head. And when I say it's blind people playing baseball, you know, they just they they can't fathom it. So give us a quick. Um, you know, your, when, your, your elevator speech for what the heck blind baseball is. <laughs> okay, well, I'm captain of our beat baseball team. We've been going since 2003, believe it or not. It's an adaptive form of softball where a beeping ball and buzzing bases enable us to know where the ball, where the field are. We have our crucial side of volunteers. Even Matt and his brother were out there spotting and doing the bases for us last Saturday, so... We just have a great time. We raise money outside of the Blind Center's funds to try to travel to a World Series each summer. It takes a lot of money. You're out there at a hotel for a week. So we do spend a lot of effort on fundraising, but we do get community groups out to the park with us March through August on Saturdays. Anyone who stops by, we have plenty of blindfolds. You can put it on and take a swing or just check it out. So. That's Beat Baseball in a nutshell. You can find more about it at the baseball page on communitycenterfortheblind.org and come out anytime. Yeah, and, you know, let me just give a plug for the for playing beatball. I've, I've played against you guys five times. I've lost every single time. 
um, we're getting closer. So I think uh, we're playing you on June 4th, and um, I, I think this this year is going to be a turning leaf. I think the uh, team podcast stocking is going to beat the Stockton Stingrays for the first time ever because we're finally, we're you know, it's only taken us, you know, a couple of years and five or six games. But I would encourage any group um, of folks, you know, you don't have to be part of an organization. You can just get your family, your friends, um, you know, especially if you have friends that you're on a softball team with and you want to try something a little different, you want to see what it's like from another vantage point, um, you know, get, get some friends together. Jen, how many people do you, do they need to bring out for, for a full game with you guys? Uh, a minimum of six, a six is a full team. We always are willing to pr- provide the side of volunteers, our experienced pitcher, catcher, and spotters, but the more the merrier, you can rotate people in. We just want everyone to get the experience of what it's like to run and field and bat blind. So come yeah, on one of the things I always tell people, I remind people is that the thing that's that's so uh, cool about beep, uh, ball is for someone, especially that's, that was born um, blind, uh, they, they weren't allowed to run as a child. So this environment is a safe environment where they can, you know, they're not sliding into a base. They're running into a big inflated base, um, which is kind of fun. But, you know, they get this opportunity to play this sport. And, and when I first, the first time I went and played you, I was like, First, I thought, well, I'm going to have to take it easy on these guys because they're blind. I quickly learned that you you uh, are much more talented at this sport than I am because I'm used to having my sight. But you know, you guys want people to come out there and play strong because it's practice. And I yes. I know a couple times in the last inning of the game, we'll play with blindfolds to hit the ball and then put the blindfolds on to run to base. So you guys want people, you guys want people to give them your, give give their best game, right? Yeah. We'd love to even have a regular softball team come out and play us. We really need the competition because our only true competition with other blind teams comes at the international level. The closest other blind team is in Arizona or Colorado or Kansas. So we really love that feeling of competition. So put on the blindfold and come on out. Yeah, and once again, so March through August – they typically, you guys typically play at Atherton Park um, next to Quell Lakes Baptist Church, and um, I think it's like at 10 o'clock's first game. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you have a group of six or more people, definitely go out there, bring a cooler, bring the whole family. It's a, it's, it's a hoot to watch because you'll get your butts kicked um, because you won't, you'll likely not hit the ball, but if you do, you certainly won't get to base, not with this team. Um, Jennifer, if people want to find out more information about the community center or the blind baseball team, give us that uh, website address one more time. Okay, our website is communitycenterfortheblind.org. Everything you need to know you can find on our news page. There's also a baseball page. And the number here is 466-3836. Call me anytime if I can be of assistance. And um, also you are um, you're pretty active in social media um, on Facebook and on Twitter. And how can folks find you out there on, on those mediums? Uh, on Twitter, the Blind Center's account is CCBVI. And the baseball teams is blind underscore baseball. We also have pages on Facebook, so check us out, like us, be our friend. Yeah, and we'll put links in the show notes to all of the ways that you can connect with the Community Center for the Blind and Visually Impaired. Um, we hope to see you out at the walk on the 15th. We'd love to see you out at the uh, golf tournament um, on June 11th. And if you want to just just look to see what this beatball thing's all about, stop by Atherton Park um, some Saturday morning. And certainly would love to have you come out and watch us try to defeat the Stockton Stingrays on um, Saturday, June the 4th. Uh, Jen, thanks again for uh, coming on the podcast, Stockton. Well, thank you. There's always a first time, Matt. We're looking forward to the challenge. Last time you walked a mile in her shoes, come walk a mile in our cleats or go. play a game in our cleats, and you never know what can happen. There you go.
Benjamin Saffold, a guy with a very large head, and fortunately, a lot of hats to cover that head. And they're all about improving Stockton. And you are right now listening to Podcast Stockton. Well, Rod, there's been a lot of videos out there, um, you know, talking about the, the, the Forbes thing. And, you know, I, we, we try to, you know, not highlight the Forbes thing because, you know, we've been doing this for two years. And I like to think that, you know, I believe in show, don't tell. Our we, stance, yeah. Our yeah, stance we, is well documented. We, we, you know, we we show why, why Stockton's not miserable. But I'll tell you, one video in particular that I'm a big fan of is this one that was put together by a group of uh, students and um, faculty from the University of the Pacific um, they, uh, one of the, and I forget which, which department in the university, but they put together this, this great video. Um, and for some reason, my mind is one blank on the name. Oh, out of our misery, Stockton's saga as the most miserable city. And, uh, it's about a half an hour video. Well, of course we'll put links in the show notes. There's a link on the, on our Facebook page, but, um, uh, it, it's a great, just kind of, let's go through the, all of the, the 10 criteria that make up the, the most miserable list. And, um, the students actually get to go out to New York to interview the, um, the, uh, editor. Something that I think has been severely lacking in the last few years that people have tried to tackle the whole miserable situation. I know there's a lot of people out there that have, you know, wanted to stand up to Forbes and wanted to shake their fist at Forbes. But, you know, I, and I said it from the start, you know, if you really want to find something out, go to the source. And nobody was willing to make that trip to New York and no one was willing to actually talk to Forbes. I know people said they emailed him, but I mean, you know, come on, if you email Forbes, when, if ever, have you been able to just email a CEO you know, of a, of a big multi bazillion dollar corporation and have him just answer back. Oh yeah. Uh, your city's miserable. And this is why I say so. Cause you know, half the time he's not even in charge of making the list. It's his, it's his company. So I applaud these students for actually taking the initiative to go and find the person that came up with the list in the first place and actually sit down and pick his brain. Um, I think that was a very, very smart move. Yeah. And you know, I, I saw the video, somebody had sent me a link and then, uh, without even seeing anything but maybe f- a few minutes of the video and not reading the press release, I, you know, the first thing that came to mind was, um, was Dr. Ray. I don't know Dr. Ray, but, um, I- I've seen his work and I've seen kind of his mark in the, in the community, certainly from Pacific's standpoint. And, um, so when I finally read the press release after the fact, I saw, yes, he was involved. Um, I think he was the, uh, the executive producer, uh, but he's a, he's a, uh, he's a professor at, at Pacific and v- very vocal, uh, certainly against the Forbes thing. But uh, it's—I thought it was a—it a, wasn't a—I um, I, didn't—I didn't watch the piece thinking that there was, you know, I, I don't know what my expectations were. But when it was over, I thought that was a very, you know, balanced. I hate to use that word, but a balanced piece that had, um, you know, very little puffery, if any. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know. You know, woe is me, stop picking on me. And nor was it, yeah, we're the greatest place, you know, on the face of the earth. And it had some some um, little snippets with uh, with Mayor Johnston, with a police chief, with um, um, News 10 reporter Tim Daly. He was on there. Um, I always forget that guy's from Stockton, usually because I see other reporters are from Stockton more so out in the community than I've seen that guy. But um, but I, it was a great video, right? I know you haven't seen the whole thing yet, but uh it's uh you know it, one of the opening scenes is it talks about the weather. <laughs> yeah, and, I and noticed it that goes yeah. to the Anchorage, the Anchorage, Alaska, and it says, "Yeah, let's let's talk." I think they even may have, I think they may have found somebody that lives in Stockton that's from Alaska. Um, that w- that was pretty classic. But uh, 
yeah, it's it's a great video. We'll put links in the show notes again. But if you've not seen it, there's a um, there's a, well, there's a ton of videos out there that everybody's doing, which is great. Um, I ran into somebody at um, the Steelhead Festival. It's actually putting together another video um, all about uh, the, the great things in Stockton, and her ID's her idea is pretty neat. Um, she didn't give me permission to talk about it on the show, so I won't go into too many details. But there's all these videos out there, which is great. And this one just happens to be, so far, one of my favorites. Yeah, so. and again, the reason it is so good and the reason we do suggest that you watch it, um, even even from the, the parts that I've gotten into it, uh, again, I only found out about this a, a little over a day ago, so um, I haven't been able to make my way completely through it. But again, you know, the parts that I've watched, this makes me remember that there are educated people who don't just take knee-jerk reactions and uh, and are putting out, you know, point by point. Uh, it's it's almost like you're watching the other side of a debate, you know, where the you get you get what they said and then you get proof of the opposite. So again, people are actually uh, are taking each point, breaking them down, and I think that makes it for a much more educated video and something that you can actually walk away from saying, you know what? Now I see uh, both sides, and especially like I said, just getting the the editor was was clutch in that situation because then you get that side of the story. So yeah. yeah, if you want to make an informed decision about Forbes, which again, you know, we already we already have our opinion, but if you want to get one, uh, this would be a great place to start. Yeah, so um so kudos, great job to uh, Daniel Ray, Patrick Walton, Sarah Martin, uh, Colleen Smith and um and uh, Dr. Ray and I'm sure all the others that, that worked on um, that project, but uh, like I said there's a, there'll be a link in the show notes and uh, definitely set aside a half an hour one evening and uh, and check it out. Thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. We want to thank Jennifer Boylan for being on the show. Again, you want to find out more about the Community Center for the Blind, go to their website, communitycenterfortheblind.org. And we hope to see you at their walkathon on Sunday, May the 15th. And we always welcome your feedback. Um, give us a call at 565-3229 or send your comments to mail at podcaststockton.com. You can find us on most social media sites, but certainly on Facebook and YouTube, username Podcast Stockton. Find me on Twitter, username Podcast Stockton. And me at RJ Gomez. For links to all the things we mentioned on today's show, make sure you visit the show notes at podcaststockton.com. And until next time, make it great, Stockton. I think this is two shows in a week. Is it, is that right? Yeah. Did we do the last one on Monday? I think we did the last one on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. This feels weird. I like it, but it's weird. You counting on your fingers? No. Come on. That's behind the scenes. That's inside baseball. <laughs> I um um I, I lost my train of thought. No, this is I was just counting like this is the seventh seventh show in a, in, a, in a week. But um, yeah, there may be some changes to that. Just there's a couple things going on that will uh, involve. Um, it being a lot more difficult for us to get together. Our lives are changing. Yeah. We're growing up, Rod. We're growing up before everyone's eyes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it feels weird on a Saturday. Yeah, it really does. But uh, it's a great way to stay in shape. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it um, is.
Hey, uh, did you catch what I threw in earlier? Oh, dude, it was awesome. Yeah, see, I'm just telling you. This is we are the kings of <laughs> innuendos and uh, thrown in little secrets, little oh. little uh, what do they call inside jokes? Yeah, little golden eggs, little, little nuggets. Golden eggs. That's little for you out there, by click. the way. Somebody click it. <laughs> all right. Have a good uh, have a good Mother's Day, Ron. You too. Um, happy Mother's Day to all the single ladies. Um, all the single ladies. Uh, yeah. Happy Mother's Day, and God, let's try to do this again in a couple of days. <laughs> See you, Rod. Bye.